Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot Podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot Podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. Another hot episode of HBCU Hour. It's your boy Pooh Bear. I got my man Ant Petty Murphy in the building. <laughs> What's good with you, my boy? What's that, uh, man? I obviously must do this too much. Dylan sitting over here mouthing out my exact words. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about you want to? You know, what I'm saying you trying to get real dog. I'm trying to get rid of him. No mind. Anyway, it's gonna be a good one tonight, man. We got to talk about some stuff, man. It's been some people, man. They've been, they didn't got mad. They got hot under the collar. So, could you back up? You know. They didn't got hot under the collar, man. We got to talk about some of this, man. This we might have to do some anger management classes. Yeah, it's been a lot of, uh, been a lot of hostility going on, man. Yeah, a lot of hostility, and it ain't even the well. It's, I think it's, I got a theory. It's something behind it. Why people really mad. Why certain people really mad. What's good, Edwin? Appreciate you for tuning in, man. Uh, we get close to that time, too, Ant-Man. We get close to that, uh, that time where we start really looking at football season. And, um, and it's football. actually, yeah, and it's actually, you know what I'm saying, something to talk about. Uh I blinked. We in tournament time. Yeah. Uh, the uh, uh, D2 schools are playing in, you know, saying different tournaments and stuff. Uh, the conference tournaments and everything. What's good, Jay White? So, yeah, it's been interesting, man. Yes, sir. Dylan said, hey, everybody. He wants y'all to know he's doing well. He's getting ready for baseball season. Gotta let this cold snap get away, you know what I'm saying, go away. But it's, it's been some, uh, there's been some good baseball already, too, on the sports front. Tell me about it, man. We didn't seen um we didn't seen some 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 huge, huge uh baseball games and, and everything. So uh that cactus jack, I know we talked about it last week, but looking at some of these yep. other games, uh it's a new classic uh we gotta talk about too. Uh, we'll get to it though. We'll get to it. Jay White said, "And spring football starts this Saturday." 
It's that time, man. I might have to slide down the road, man. Go check out them boys, see what they looking like. It's that time. That time, but man, y'all know what we gotta do. We gotta give a shout out to our sponsor over at Bet Online. BetOnline.ag. We will be back in one minute. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your sports information, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds, lines, and player injury reports for this year's NBA and NHL playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters. This season, we have you covered. For all your sports wagering needs, we have everything from NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL to golf, tennis, UFC, and boxing. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games that you can play right from your home. Head on over to betonline.ag today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use the promo code BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hey, and just because I like to mix in good news and bad news, uh, or the good news, you know what I'm saying, sandwich that bad news in between, or the bads, you know what I'm saying, topic. We got to start off on a high note, man. The diva herself, man. Uh, guest of the show, Coach Don Thornton. She hit 100 wins uh, the other night. Big 100 wins as a UAPB, UA, UAPB head coach. So congratulations are due to her, man. Yeah, big milestone for Coach. Congratulations. And uh, here's to more, more of those wins, you know, and uh, more milestones in her, in her future, man. But uh, congratulations to her. Huge honor. And uh, that just shows what, what she's been able to do with UAPB. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting another honey and another honey and another honey. Uh, there was also a list that came out. I can I can find it, but they talked about like most wins since like 18, 19 season. Um, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, Coach Coach Reed was like number six on that list or something like that, or, or she was up there. I, yeah, I know they, uh, they got one of the best division records. Yeah. Um, well, conference records, I should say, in the nation over the last four years. Oh, I didn't realize that. Coach Thornton Hood said Thornton. It's the new D-line coach of AM, Alabama AM. I did not realize that's where he landed. Yeah, that's some, some mileage in between them. Woo, tell me about it. I don't know how far Huntsville is from uh <laughs> well, but nah, man. Kudos to uh you know what I'm saying? Coach, Coach Thornton. Both of them. Um, man, I know you saw it. Other night. Mississippi Valley finally broke their losing streak. They stormed the court. <laughs> they, it was all 32 of them stormed the court. It was the, I ain't gonna lie, it was like the most pure like siding ever, you know what I'm saying? Like that's it. And I know we talked about on, on the golden boot side about storming the court and you know saying the dangers and stuff of it. That though is kind of like what you want to see, you know what I'm saying? You want to see that 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 pure passion and stuff. Yeah. But man, I think the best part of it was the uh was the call of the of the game by the um the commentators, man, they did fantastic job. You could hear the excitement and the 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 passion in their voice, bro. Like they were genuinely, you know what I mean? Like I don't even know the word for it. Like yeah, exuberant. You know what I mean? Like there was it was beyond yeah, you know. just excited. You know what I mean? Like they and they did a, such a great job of, of displaying that through the call. You know what I mean? And the excitement they had through the call, bro. Like. They need to be the announcers for the swag tournament, bro. Like that's I agree. I I yeah. So I agree. Yeah, but they, they did an amazing job on that call, bro. That that made the whole thing, in my opinion. I agree. Um, my bad. Edward, I'm laughing at Edward and Jay White giving these uh mileage and how far uh you know what I'm saying AM is from uh, you know, uh from Pine Bluff, yeah. <laughs> At four hours, that ain't a bad. That ain't that ain't too bad. That ain't too bad. Um, 
man, that was like I said, th- like you said, the call. But see, I like those every time those guys have big calls like that, it go. it seems like it goes viral. Um, yeah, because it's real, it's genuine, man. Yeah, if you remember, that's the same too, you know what I'm saying? That when the uh cheerleader uh <laughs> came on the court and got ejected <laughs> last year. <laughs> It was them too, uh, man. So I, I man, I, I'm gonna reach out to them, man. We gotta, we gotta talk to them guys, man. Gotta man, have them on. They, man, they good at what they do, bro. They, uh, their entertainment value is uh worth the price of admission. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, it's, it's worth watching the game just to hear them two dudes call the game. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but Mississippi Valley. One only team, uh, one only Mississippi team at that to storm the court. Uh, Mo Williams, <laughs> this is a little bit older, but Mo Williams decided to storm the court by himself. Uh, <laughs> he was uh, not happy with a call that he received against Alcorn State, and he decided, you know, saying let the refs know it. I'm talking about he was at the free throw line. Oh, he was. He was had to be restrained, man. They, 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 oh, that was wild. That was wild. I told yeah. you we were gonna fix it in. We had to fix it in. Either. You can't. You can't do that as a coach, man. Like you, I understand the frustration, but nah, man. Yeah, I don't even know the the call or what oh, exactly what? it was or what missed call it was. Uh, I like you said, I understand the frustration. Um, it, I'm not coaching at that level, but you know, yeah. saying. I, coaching Dylan's little league team you know we see missed calls and stuff like that all the time it's yeah. and then when especially we we see the same reps which the swag you know just like every league you rotate those reps so you see those guys all the time um we see the same reps all the time and then when we have a bad call it just get compiled and compiled when you like hey come on ref, what's going on and then if they get smart with you or something like that but you can't run out on the court like that it's a it's a bad look for for you, you know. Saying for, you know, saying the school. Yeah. Because I mean, think about it. We we talked about Ed Reed. You know, saying not being able to have that composure. It ain't necessarily to that extent, but we if we talked about Ed Reed, it's only fair. That's true. That's true. But man, it was uh, I, I do, you know what I'm saying? I, I know coach, well, I don't know him personally, but I, I from what I've seen, Mo Williams is not a a bad person. You know, you do want to see somebody with that passion, you know, saying love for the game. And he's doing good things, or at least, you know, saying trying to re, you know, saying get that program back to where they need to be. Um but yeah, man, that's kind of that was a bad look. Um definitely. Uh speaking of bad looks, man, whoo. Um uh, Legacy Bowl. We hadn't had a chance to talk about it. Um I think overall they what they were trying to do wasn't bad as far as you know saying the, the uniforms and stuff. I'm gonna go there first. It wasn't bad. I just I felt like it was missing Kente Claw. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. I thought the uniforms was missing it. Like a stripe down the middle, Kente. You know what I'm saying? It was just, all they missing was the Democrats. No, man. Anyway, um, boy, you wild, man. But nah, man. It was uh, it, I think overall, it was what, what they were know? trying to do was was with the uniforms. It was a, it was a different little spark. I think I would prefer them to use the um. Uh, let the players represent their schools, wear the school helmets and stuff. Yeah, like they do at the same ball. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. You know, I'd rather have seen that. Um also, um we can't ignore what happened. Davis Richard. Davis Richards, I'm sorry. Um he was injured during the Lexi Bowl. The play itself is has been con, you know saying scrutinized. Um but it was basically a a um 
what was it a, a read option he kept it tried to go in somebody grabbed his ankle low and uh went in his own and ended up basically dislocating his ankle um everybody is i think you know there's a lot of talk about the injury you know it happening the biggest person trey oliver coach coach oliver of north carolina central spoke at uh initially he was he was visibly upset and, and and arguably so he's you know since somebody he's coached you know saying for years you know you know saying grown to love this young man as his own um but then he he goes out he speaks and he says basically that you know calls the coaches on the team gaither uh dumbasses yep. i'll yep. let you go first i'll let you go first um, once again, I understand the frustration, but at the same time, you got to be more professional than that. These are your colleagues, um, some of the same people who, uh, man, this mosquito is about to drive me crazy, but uh, some of the same people who, you know, whenever you was uh preparing for a celebration bowl a few years ago, who, um, was in your corner, you know what I mean? So I feel like I understand this frustration, but I think it was uh, it was a little excessive, and I, I think he realized that that's why he kind of came back with the second statement, you know what I mean? But, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think um, that was a little out of character for him. What's good, Doc? Um, Edwin brings up a good point. Nobody's talking about the dirtiness of the player twisting his ankle, totally uncalled for, especially all-star to all-star. I don't know if I call it necessarily dirt. I, I get what you're saying. I, I, I'm not going to – because I don't – I didn't see him necessarily twist. I know he grabbed the ankle, which one you shouldn't do. It's an all-star game. If they score, they score. Leave it at that. What's good, Reek? Reek from uh, – big Reek from uh, H.U. Power Ship. guys. Um – him twisting, I mean, him, the ankle twist, yeah, or holding, excessive. Uh, yeah. The play call probably shouldn't have been called. Let's be honest, Davis, Davis Richards probably shouldn't have even been playing in that game. Um, Trey Oliver says, you know, he um, – the, and the reason why I say he shouldn't be playing the game, I think everything he needs to prove, he, he showed in the combine and – and also throughout the season, throughout the year, stuff like that. Um, I, I'm gonna say, and I get, you know, I'm gonna let you know. He probably shouldn't been playing. I'm just hear me out. But at the end of the day, it's football. Injuries happen. It's very unfortunate. Um, if he does not get injured, nobody says a thing about him running the ball. If he, uh, if another player gets injured, nobody's probably saying anything about, you know, saying about them playing this game or anything like that. Um, Also, you talked about, he, you know, saying made that statement about his colleagues. You got to see this man. The same coach who dropped 50 on you. You're going to have to see him again. And um, I understand, you know, saying is you know, saying you're not here to make friends and stuff, but it's respect. It's a it's a professional thing. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm gonna say something. Go ahead, go ahead. I know. I was just gonna say about the the Davis not playing thing. Like obviously, Mm. you have the. Reek said, and I don't know if this is where you're going. He said he had some words with someone who scouted him and said Davis still had a lot to prove and needed to play in this game. Just unfortunate. That was that's what kind of what I, I was going like, who's to say he had nothing else to prove? You know what I mean? Like when you look at some of these mocks and things like that, I didn't see his name getting getting picked on a lot of mock drafts to be, you know what I mean, quarterback drafted. I seen him on some undrafted free agent list and things like that but 
So I think he still has some things to prove, especially when you look at the amount of scouts who's going to be at that game. So I think he's playing in that game definitely was something that I felt like he should have done in the sense of boosting his draft stock to perform in front of those scouts. Same for Sundiata and some of these other guys who were kind of fringe draftable guys. I feel like performing in front of those scouts would have been able to to boost their stock a little bit and push them up into the later rounds and actually on board to get drafted. So I, I kind of disagree with you on the he had nothing left to prove. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, we just when we had uh G on last week, we talked about like the importance of having guys like that at these games. You know what I mean? So I think him playing was also important for the fact of if you got one of the biggest draft prospects in the last however many years from HBCU to play in this game, what message does that send to the next guys coming down? Like the injury is unfortunate for sure. And that and now we probably won't see a lot of top guys play because of they're gonna point to this. But I think it could have been a very beneficial thing for the legacy bowl if he would have played, performed well, didn't get injured, you know what I mean, and boosted his draft stock. <laughs> It kind of could have set the pattern for the the guys coming behind them. I agree. Um, I agree, and I understand what you're saying. Um, especially when you talk about the um guys coming behind the Lexi Bowl. I, I completely agree. Uh this is gonna be a black eye. But yeah, we, we we'll see. Uh I do want to say one one more thing. Coach Oliver. He had pl- problems with the play calling, he didn't like it, you know. Say so he talked to the coaches throughout the week and uh they they said you know also say he spoke to Shaq and Doug said they weren't gonna run them um here's my thing if you don't want if you don't want Davis to run the ball and you know what I'm saying and kind of protect him with the offense win the Miak coaching the game well that didn't happen. So I also say this. Um like what Reek said. I mean not Reek, what D Live said. That's kind of what I was getting at. Like they ain't practiced this all week. Like nobody saw this getting rain in practice. I I'm pretty sure that ain't the first like they didn't just go out there and say, hey, run this play. And everybody knew what to do on the play. You know what I mean? Like that's something they had to at least do and walk through, or or like he say, uh, and walk through a practice. Like man, ain't no way that they just called that on game day. Nobody knew about it. Right. I agree. Um. Next up, man, we got some Hampton news to talk about. For the first time in uh, school history, Hampton is going to be playing a Power Five school. Hampton be taking what? on Maryland. Yeah, they got Maryland on the schedule. So big shout out to uh, to Hampton, man. Um, we'll be we're gonna we'll, we'll go through and break down the schedule and stuff and talk about that more. Uh, but yeah, that's uh-huh. yeah, that was come on, Michaela. That was a uh, it's it's big. Um, not just that, man. Speaking of schedules. Did you see Tennessee State schedule and how they released it? Yeah, that was nice. I like that. <laughs> I like it. Tennessee State, uh, they just made everybody step their game up. So uh D Law said, wow, first time in history. Yeah, from what I read, I could be wrong. Big Reek, correct me if I'm wrong. But this is the uh from what I've read, this was the first time in history, school history, they'll be playing at Power Five School. What's up, man? Get that money, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tennessee State in this schedule. This this schedule release. That is the way they released it with the different music for the different places. Yeah. That was, put some work in it. They put some work in it. Yeah. Yeah. We reset. There you go. First time in history, man. That is that's wild. Um I'm looking forward to it. I'm look, I, man. Listen, football season can't get here fast enough. Absolutely, cannot get here fast enough. Um, <laughs> now that's funny. 
You say gotta <laughs> pay them them CAA uh bills. Yeah, I feel them though, man. Ah, that's funny. Um man, we we uh shout out to coach to I was gonna say coach. Shout out to coach Kiki Barnes Baker. I think I said that right. Kiki Baker Barnes. Um the commissioner of the Gulf Coast Athletic Conference uh, announced today that the uh, GCAC will be rebranding. They will be the HBCU Athletic Conference. Uh, Said this will take place start in July of 2024. So July this year, they will now be the HBCU Athletic Conference. They got a nice, uh, nice little uh logo in there. I, I like it. I like it. it's gonna be dope. You know what I'm saying? Kind of. I, I don't know if he's the face of, of. I don't know. The forerunner. Yeah, forerunner. Yeah, Kiki Baker Barnes. There you go. Uh, proud D. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, proud uh Dillard University alone. Shout out to DU. Down there in New Orleans, I got I got plenty of stories about that place, man. Not on air. Definitely not on air. <laughs> not one. I got kids. Um. <laughs> um. My dad listening to me. I'm, I'm, let me stop. <laughs> that why I graduated all the time. <laughs> oh man, let me stop. Um. Man, man, man. Speaking of doing good things, man. Um, I know we're flying through these, man. I'm trying not to, but the a, an affiliate of the Cincinnati Reds, the Louisville Bats, announces the inaugural Louisville Bats HBCU Classic. Uh, this is going to take place between Kentucky State and Morehouse College. Uh, I think it's in um. I think it's March something. It's coming up soon, but yeah. Big, 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 uh, big kudos to, uh, like I said, Louisville Bats for for putting this on the inaugural. Um, but shout out to the Cincinnati Reds overall, their uh, their organization. Because uh, we did a story. We talked about this before. Cincinnati has is, is been instrumental in trying to help uh, Wilberforce bring their baseball team back. Yeah. I've been to, I've been to the Louisville Bats baseball stadium too. I know that's very random, but yeah, I've been there. That before. is a, I, that is random. What how what were you doing at the Louisville Bats baseball? I mean, obviously watching the game, but Actually, how did you no, end up they, they, didn't, they didn't even have a game. So my wife had a work conference in Louisville, and the hotel right. we were staying in was right across the stadium. I mean, right across the street from the stadium. And they had a brewery. They got a brewery in the stadium. Oh, that's dope. So I had uh I had went to they uh they the Louisville bats because the Louisville slugger is made in Louisville, you know, so play on words a little bit, I guess. But yeah. Okay. That is like that is that's that's random, but that's that's dope. They got they the bats because of the Louisville Slugger, obviously. Right, you know? right. And they got a Louisville Slugger museum like right up the road from the stadium, and so like they got random like throughout the city. They got random like Hall of Famers like plaques and stuff like that from the Louisville Slugger museum. So you know you can go to like Hank Aaron and Jackie Robinson and uh, Roberto Clemente and all these different dudes. They got plaques and stuff of them. Throughout the city and stuff, it was pretty dope. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I get what you're saying. No, 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 not not the Louisville Sluggers, like the bat. It's the, the their name of the actual like uh, minor league team is the Louisville Bats. Yeah, so yeah, that is what's called. I actually probably should have moved this story up and talked about it with this happen. Uh, we talked about how far that Tennessee State um, schedule release was, uh, but you know it's not fire. Oh lord. Losing your OC before you even call a play, before you even before you yeah, even play a game. That's tough, bro. 
Tyler Roll, Roel, Roll, Roll. Uh, he was at North Dakota State. It was the, one of the biggest hires of the offseason when Tennessee State was able to lure him away. And he has since been lured away to Iowa State. Uh, he'll be the OC and also, uh, a, uh, I think, his associate head coach. So, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, it's tough. But, I mean, like. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. That's one of them things where you, you see it even at the Power 5 level where you see, like, G5 head coaches leaving to become coordinators or position coaches at the – at the P5 level. So if you had to lose them, losing them to a school of that caliber is kind of understandable, I, I, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, you can't compete with the money that he's about to go make as a position coach at a Power 5 school. So I uh, I kind of understand that. But the fact that uh, you got Power 5 schools coming to look at your your staff just shows what, what a good job he's uh, – Eddie George has done of assembling that staff, like you mentioned. Going to get him from North Dakota State was looked at as like the coup of the offseason, being able to go get a guy of that caliber from a school like North Dakota State with all of their tradition and all of their winning prowess. So uh, interested to see how he's going to replace him now, um, especially with spring practice so soon and, you know, the time of year it is. So it's going to be interesting to see how that, that plays out. But uh I, it's one of it's one of them good and good and bads in a sense. It's good because it just shows how good of a staff you have assembled, but it's negative because now you got to replace this guy. Yeah, um, completely agree. It's funny that we, you know, saying we're having this conversation or, or talking about this now. I actually talked with a uh, shout out to uh, Ken Clark, you know, saying from Tiger Talk. I talked with him the other day, um, and we were talking about like Jackson State kind of, you know what I'm saying, how their coaching staff has kind of been raided. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh-oh. Alexa. Yeah, yeah, somebody at the door. Um, hold on, I'll let them do it and take care of it. Um, when you have coaches on your staff – uh, if they're not, people are not trying to poach. You might have some issues with your coaching staff. If your coaches ain't, you know, what I'm saying ain't, you know, since coming up and being some hot names. Not saying every coach. I'm saying if people aren't looking at your coaching staff when they think of, hey, I want to make some big hires. That might be an issue. Man, if you're walking down the street with your old lady and don't know dude look, you might got an ugly old lady. I'm just saying. Or your old lady, old man. Hey, Charles, your lunch is ready. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Uh, your lunch is ready. That's right, man. You're right. But yeah, man, I think, you know what I'm saying? I, I it's gonna be interesting keeping an eye on that who Tennessee State goes and gets. Um <laughs> Ed would say that's foul. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real, man. Uh, hey. You're right, though. You're right. Um, I threw this in there because I it, it's happened. We it was a the probably the worst kept secret. Um Eric Dooley officially named the uh, offense coordinator at Grambling. Um, and I ain't necessarily – we ain't got to stay on this, but I, I, it's something about this I do want to talk about. So, Eric Dooley, we all know, is uh, – <laughs> Eric Dooley is a uh, former Southern head coach. 
Um, now the OC at Grambling, return back to Grambling. Um, I had a problem with this announcement my problem ain't the announcement itself it's the picture they use they use the picture look like this man had dipped his head in Beijing he was just like I was like bro that's not the dude that I know this man was uh what's the stuff uh not just for me. What's the the beer stuff that they they use to make your beer? But not, the uh with the brush, the one they they be doing the commercials by. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Now, it's it's not Beijing. I know we know Beijing. You know what I'm saying? But he definitely had like I'm a I'm a y'all know what I'm. Just for men. There you go. Just for men. They had Dooley looking like he he. You know what I'm saying? He had a fight with a sharpie. Less stress now, man. He ain't the head guy. <laughs> I don't care what you say, man. Listen, we need to see sharp dress do. He was still sharp dressed, sharp dressed dually with the grays and stuff, man. They had that man. <laughs> he look crazy. I can't believe they did my boy like that. <laughs> A lot of folks died. Jay White said, don't talk about that. He's a lot of folks. Oh, man. <laughs> a lot of folks die. Ask God do the Jay. I'm going to find out. Jay White around here with the uh, <laughs> with the just for me and his beard. <laughs> he said, Dion be using Beijing. He got, he got a he got a tattoo how you know how when to be like real low and look like he's just tattooed up there. That's what they get that Carlos Boozer. <laughs> you Carlos Boozer sweat wrong. That's over running. Oh man. Well, we is wild. Um I'm trying to find it. Hold on. I got because we got one more story. I, I actually this one, I actually really, I was happy to see this one. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let me see if I can find it. Because um, I got the story. I just got, got the name. Oh, yeah. All right. Here we go. Um First off, before I even start this story, happy belated birthday to uh, A.D. Sykes uh, at FAMU. Um, she a legend in her own. Legend in her own, man. Um, but uh, shout out to uh, FAMU, former FAMU pitcher. Uh, what's his name? Hunter Vietz. Uh, Vites Vietz. Uh, he signed a major league contract with the Chicago Cubs. That's dope. <laughs> I'm sorry, I laughed at Doc. They still on that hell. It won't say prime half this team. Somebody said he was on them preaching infomercials. <laughs> Yeah, I play too much, man. Oh man, but yeah, man. Congratulations to uh, Vitz Hunter Vitz for you know what I'm saying being able to you know what I'm saying pick up that contract. Uh, last year, sixteen starts, he was eight and two, nine over ninety one in the third innings. Uh, he he allowed ninety nine hits, struck out eighty one batters, and posted a three point four five ERA. Kudos to him, man. Kudos. Talk about these uh, basketball scores. Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about it. Hold on, hold on, let me. Doors and everything. Man. I guess no respect. Nah, go ahead, man. What you got? Uh, man. Uh, who you uh, who you got winning these conference tournaments, man? Hmm. 
in the SWAC women's Jackson State. Um <laughs> in MEAC women Norfolk State. Um MEAC men. I think it's gonna be a sweep all together. I think it's uh Norfolk State gonna win the men's as well. Um SWAC men is a little bit a little bit more um I want to say Grambling, but it's called the Texas Southern Invitational for a reason. Are you going Texas Southern? Till Johnny Jones prove me, I mean, somebody prove me wrong, I'm taking Johnny Jones. Yeah, this is Jay White talking about this, uh, the Alabama and them, Alabama State game at the event center this Saturday. I want to go. I want my cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm glad he brought this up. Man, let's go to the, you know, say who you got. And then I'm going to uh, talk about that too. Who you got in the, uh, win these tournaments? It's going to be chalk with yours for the most part. Uh, Jackson State women, Norfolk State women. Uh, I'll go Norfolk State men, but I'm going to G men, bro. I think they they definitely win a regular season. This the year, man. Grambling ain't never made the NCAA tournament as a D one school, man. This the year, man. Mm, that'll be dope. That'll be dope. Um. All right, man. We'll get ready to wrap it up. Uh, I'm glad Jay White put this in. I I knew I had it on. I couldn't remember. Uh, Zarion Hayes from Alabama and M. He was the Legacy Bowl MVP. Oh yeah, he had a great game. Yeah. Bruh, I I remember we met him at him and on uh Donovan Eaglin at uh Media Day. And mm-hmm. I just kept looking, I'm like, dang, he look he looks like a football player. He looked like he's supposed to play football and, and just and and do big things. And when they like when I was going to AM games last year, I look I said, God Lee, that dude is huge, man. Pause. But he was like he grown man exactly. Yeah, I think he had what uh like three sacks or something in the legacy bowl. Yeah, he was all over the place, man. He uh that dude was was literally like a grown man playing against little boys in that legacy game. Yeah. Four sacks, my bad. I no, I ain't I ain't try to shortchange him, my bad. Yeah, they, they doc said broad shoulders, no neck, and wrecking shop. Straight up, just straight like a bowling ball out there, man. Just straight muscle. Yeah. Um. What else y'all want to talk about? I got something to talk about. This ain't necessarily. This ain't even HBCU related, but we got to talk about it because we ain't talk about it on Sunday. I just talked about people who look like football players. How you know Cesarian Hayes look like a look like a football player? Cam Newton look like one too. And them fools ran up on him and tried <laughs> this man. And Cam was slanging, throwing them dudes around like rag dolls. Dude, I have not seen something like that. And that's like when Dylan or my or, you know saying, or the other little kids, we'd be at practice, they'd be trying to tackle me and stuff, and I'd be pushing. That's what it looked like. That's exactly what it looked like. It's man, it, and what's crazy is like he wasn't even trying to like hurt them people, he was just throwing them out, he was just tossing them around. Like, he wasn't like he really wasn't even like you know what I mean. He was just keeping how you th- how you whoop somebody's ass and you don't throw one punch. I've never, and everybody keeps saying it, <laughs> talk about it. Hat didn't move, hat didn't move at all. Bro. Said, did not lose his hat, it didn't move. Just straight slanging people everywhere, bro. Oh, he looked like Thanos, man. Whenever, whenever the Hulk tried, to, when the Hulk tried to fight him, he he tossed the Hulk around. That's man. exactly what Cam Newton was doing to them people, bro. Man, boy, that's that. Wow, boy, wow. Cam Newton. Um, 
I'm telling you, he, 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 and it was it was like two or three of them. Um, Dennis Allen, make the phone call. <laughs> make the phone call. He still got it. Hey man, he can at least uh, stiff arm some people. For real. Yeah. Um, Doc. Now I, I do want to talk about this too. Doc said they need to stop disrespecting that man. Um, at them tournaments, there have been at least three instances. Yeah. Well, players, kids have talked have talked trash to Ken, and this get it. Listen, granted, I understand. There's a way, you know, saying kids talk trash. I can beat you, blah blah blah, stuff like that. This ain't that. You're a bum. You washed up. You broke. You talking to a NFL former NFL MVP? If if there was any semblance of uh, if he had any semblance of help. Would have been an NFL uh, Super Bowl winner. I, I don't know, bro. Yeah, I, I, th- I, mean, I don't. It's that it speaks to the generations, man. Like, ain't no, ain't no respect of elders. Ain't no, you know, just respect of of other people as human beings. Ain't no decency. You know what I mean? Like, it's just. That generation as a whole, man, I don't know what it is with them, but mm-hmm. but that that's how they are, though, man. Yeah. Um. Edwin asks, "Where is that disrespect coming from?" We live in a world where kids and adults alike will say that a man, a, a man who hasn't won a championship. It's not good. It's not a good NFL player. Or was not a good NFL player. We live in a world where hey, people make the make it to the NFL, make it to the the you know, send the league, whether it be training camp or not. If you get that call, you get drafted, people will dog you out if you didn't uh-huh. make a Pro Bowl or if you're not some kind of all they will dog you out. That's the kind of world or, or generation we live in. That's that's that that is we're so the humility is not there. And I just I, I, I hate seeing kids who make it to college who may not necessarily, you know what I'm saying, pan out in, in college. If you make it to college, and it took me talking to one of my friends. Uh, who played quarterback at, at ironically at Alabama AM started as a quarterback, never lost the Magic City uh classic either. And he reminded me of that. Um <laughs> <laughs> you talk to somebody like that, and he talks about how he didn't think, you know, saying how he had to, you know, say humble himself and realize like when you make it to, you know, saying D1. Because that's still D one. When you make it and you play D one football, um, that's big. It don't matter how you made it. If you make it, that's big. Yeah. Like like he uh like Doc said, it's crazy. Is the them kids trying to make the what Cam was? Cam already done it. everything. Them kids trying to do Cam is done. He's won that championship. He's been a number one overall pick. He's been an MVP. He's played in the Super Bowl. He's done everything them kids could dream of, man. But it's just that entitlement, man. Yeah. That's um, yeah. That's that's a whole nother ballpark, though. Uh, Edwin says today's disrespect um, is a way of life. Oh, to, today respect is a way of life. Uh, we call good trash, and we call good goat. Yeah, and a Heisman winner. I can't forget that. And he was a Heisman winner. So, yeah. Um, Doc brought this up. I don't know a lot about it, or uh, 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 too terrible much about it. But uh, North Shore, it with uh sanctions. Yeah, I don't know nothing about all that. <clears throat> 
That's a that's a Texas thing, man. Yeah, I know they won the championship, and I don't know why they were here. Uh, I get, I I figured that's what you were trying to say, but I had to read it what you wrote, uh, Edwin, because uh, that's what I ain't gonna call myself a journalist, but that's what uh, or respected. I guess on that personality, on the internet personality will do. Um, but no, he said uh, the today <laughs> today disrespect is a way of life. We call good a uh, good opponent trash. We call um, good the goat. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um. What else we got before we get up out of here? Softball. We ain't talk about uh last week show uh how it came down, put a whipping on um all the sweat. <laughs> so <laughs> beat everybody. So I didn't even see that. Yeah, they beat everybody, like everybody. That's just a little southern hospitality making them feel welcome down here. <laughs> Dylan about to run you out of there, man. I know he is. He is. He's trying to play Fortnite. Nah, we played earlier. Um... We played Fortnite early. We was doing all right for a minute. Um, but he got he got he, he got clipped, and I was trying to go over there and help him out, and then I got clipped. So, so. Mm-hmm. well, you gotta go. Time for the show. Man, we can talk about that next week, though. What you what you want to talk about? Jackson State, Norfolk State being 16 seeds. We can talk about it in the next show. Because we can wait and see. We can wait and see where they actually put them at before we talk. Um, yeah. Um, I will say I know again, I know it's not HBCU um related, but Caitlin Clark went ahead and declared for the uh draft. WNBA draft, 2024 WNBA draft. Um, yeah. I'm so tired. Never mind. Be quiet, Anthony. <laughs> Happy Black History Month. Um, <laughs> there was actually, oh, I'm glad. There was a, um, speaking of that, the record is actually about Pearl Black Moore. women that played for Kansas. But per, There you go. Um, they did not play, because they did not necessarily. I forgot what well, they didn't keep keep them. They didn't they keep that stat or someone didn't keep. It's played for Francis. She played for Francis Marion. And there was a uh a I A W school, not an NCAA school. So that's why they um that's why they discredited her stats. But there's also another one, Lynette Woodard, who um that's what I think I might have been thinking about. The net water that played for yeah. uh Kansas, wasn't it? I don't remember what she played, but she had um she they were NCAA, so that's why they didn't uh that's why they don't count hers. Oh, when uh, no, she was a head coach at Winthrop. Uh, yeah, she played at uh she played at Kansas. Seventy-seven. Yeah, it's probably before that was the NCAA. That's why they don't count them. But what's just crazy to me is Tara Vanderveer, the coach for Stanford, has wins that are I A I A W or whatever, whatever that conference was or that division was. She has wins from those conferences that count toward her total win total. But yet you don't count the scoring totals of those people who played in that same division. Make it make sense. Trash. Trash. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. We got anything else before we get ready to get up out of here? 
Yeah, uh, Emma Moore said, does that mean she'll make more in, in the WNBA than she's making in college? Yes. I don't think so. You think she'll make more in the WNBA? Yes. Like, what, like, first of all, where is she making money from now? I don't know. Well, that's true, because I don't know if she's getting any NILs and stuff. I mean, she on State Farm commercials and stuff, but I mean, they're going to take that away because she made it to the WNBA? No, they not. They not. You're right. You see what I'm saying? So she's going to keep her endorsement deals, and she's going to get paid money for a contract, and she's probably going to get more endorsement deals in whatever city she land in. That's true. Her and Aaliyah Boston going to be a nice combo. Though. I know that we ain't going there. This ain't what the point of the show was, but that's going to be a nice combo. Irony. Yeah. All right. That's matter. Um trying to think what else we got. Let me see if we missed some. Uh we didn't do the witch call it this year. Um it would been a, it would have been a leap year. We should have did it. Uh, the uh HBCU, like not HBCU, the uh yeah, oh, the black. HBCU black history stuff, yeah. Been nice. Uh, the CIAA tournament moving to uh to Baltimore. It seemed like that's paid off being a, a very good move, a smart move. Depends on who you ask, I guess. I've seen a lot of uh hype around it, uh, the way they advertise it and stuff. It was big. Oh, yeah, I, know. I mean, most people like it, but there's some more traditionalists who, who don't really care for it. You know how people are, man. Yeah, I do. I was gonna make a comment. I, I decided to not. I decided not. Yeah. Um, being in Dallas, right? Now nah, she ain't making it past that first pick, Edwin. But Dallas straight though. They got a nice squad. What they running back with? Uh, Satu, Sablay, Rika, Gumawale, Dear McCown, and them. Yeah, Dallas gonna be fine. My bad, Pooh. Oh no, you good. It, it, I be I be impressed. You know, I be impressed when you be saying them names. I'm like, man, I don't <laughs> call no That's girl. You be saying that old oh, girl name. I be like a gooba gobble. So I don't know. Oh, I can't even. Yeah, yeah. My a gooba gobble. <laughs> so, um, Langston, Langston University, um. They, they they last year they had a I forget what they ended up being I think they went through the regular season undefeated. Um, they twenty seven and one right now, number two in the final NAIA national championship coaches poll, and um uh, they pretty much swept through the uh, postseason awards. Yeah, they had the SAC Player of the Year and Anthony uh, Roy, um, Defensive Player of the Year and Cortez Mosley. Newcomer of the year in Anthony Roy, uh, and coach of the year, Coach Chris Wright. Uh, the first team was Anthony Roy, uh, Toro Dean, um, Cortez Mosley made second team, uh, Dante Moore. I'm sorry, Demonte Moore made third team, and then they had uh, one honorable mention. And uh, Ron Mitchell, so, so. they I'm talking about Langston got them, so that's a hot name. He'll be uh, coach, uh, coach, uh, I just said his name too, uh, coach Wright. Somebody yeah. be somebody be picking him off soon, yep, for sure, yep. So, uh, big kudos to them. Somebody did a uh, trivia question today, and I knew the answer. Uh, state with the most HBCUs. Oh, shit. North Carolina? Alabama? Alabama. Yeah, believe it or not, Alabama. So. 
Hey, can you stop making all that noise? Tripping. I don't know why I was thinking Benedict in North Carolina. That's in South Carolina. I was thinking of both like the Carolinas together as one state. I'm tripping. Yeah. Um, they up there though. Um yeah, Alabama okay. has, if I'm not mistaken, Alabama has, but the numbers keep changing because we keep seeing schools getting closed and stuff. Yeah. Um speaking of that, I'm glad I said that too. Um, Mississippi Senate Bill 2726. Um, they're using that, they're trying to close uh three higher education in Mississippi. You know what that means? Yeah, I feel bad for the university, uh, Mississippi University for women. Mm, yeah. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I don't know if it passed or not. Um, I'm trying to see here. Yeah. Yeah, they required them to close. Um, it were it would require the board of trustees to close three institutions by 2028. Three higher ed institutions. I don't like it. Stupid. Stupid. Yeah. I hadn't heard anything uh heard anything back uh as far as like when it's uh but if you're in Mississippi, if you know somebody in Mississippi, make sure they go out yard and vote. Um Jackson State, all corn state, Mississippi Valley. I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna pass, but yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it will. I would love for it to uh to fail, but I'm not holding I'm not holding my breath on anything when it comes to uh politics these days. That's true. Cause uh we don't get me started we we cutting up over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone trying to get us canceled. Get us flagged on YouTube. He says, stay woke and vigilant as people. <laughs> uh, somebody going to tag keyword woke. But yeah, man, I, I agree. Um, terrible, terrible bill. Terrible legislation, but we shall see. Um, We got anything else before we get up out of here? I know we talked about a, a plethora. Plethora, that's the word for today. Plethora of things. Plethora and, and, and Google Gabu. It's our two words for the day. Ogumawale. Say what that's, what I, that's what I said. Ogumawale. Ogumawale. Ogun is Wale. Gotcha. <laughs> we got a thing for real before we get up out of here. Hey, I do want to tell y'all, I appreciate y'all, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, Looking forward to uh, start picking up for the spring football. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be so interesting. Um, especially start seeing some of these um, old faces in new places. Mm-hmm. And old faces in old places. Mm-hmm. And old faces with new faces. <laughs> 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 I know that man. Shout out just for men. <laughs> oh man, we got we said that too many times on this show. They're gonna have to be a sponsor soon. <laughs> I, uh, I don't need them though. So I mean, I don't need them. I'm gonna use it. I'll just play. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> if they pay us, I I come in the thing. Officer, I come up being black. Be sweating. <laughs> be sweating. Yeah, they call those boozing for real, huh? Get the sweat in the mud. Get the run to be looking like Giuliani. <laughs> black stuff. Charge your lunch ready. All right, let's get up out of here. We fool. They about to get. They about to get cancel us like P Diddy around here, man. Oh, bro, I'm, I'm. Did you see the the meat meal is not a real person? Somebody yeah, literally like, broke broke down. Said, "I seen nope. I don't know nothing about nothing, man. I don't know nothing about nothing, man, bro. I'm telling you, I know it's bad." Somebody sued Diddy and said he was sleeping with or had a, another man. And um, the actual person in the video was a porn star. I was like, nah, that's me. <laughs> that's me. That ain't that ain't Diddy. That's me. I'm like, bro, y'all, if people is wilding. Wilding. That is wild. Man, they couldn't up out here, man. They said they're going to hit Diddy with a Frico instead of a Rico. <laughs> Speaking of Freako, um, the Freak Neat Doc. <laughs> oh, boy, it's, gonna break <laughs> it's about to break on some fabulous. <laughs> oh, man. It's about to be some mamas getting called out. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to be a lot of people not coming to church. You ain't lying, boy. <laughs> man, say he's going to hit with a Freako. <laughs> Hey, I'm just saying, hey, that surviving P. Diddy documentary gonna be something. Let me go, man. They for the council. <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get sued like that uh like that girl talking about Cardi B, man. Mm-hmm. Whoo boy, I tell you. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get ready to get up out of here. Uh, we'll be back next week. Like that. Hold on. Let me get it ready. Let me get it. And like that, we got this show was presented by betonline.ag. Bring me my money. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.